All right, Stephen, how are you? We're back for another episode. How are things going? We are back. Uh, they're going great, going great. You know, I had a nice Thanksgiving holiday. Um, took a little yeah, bit of time do? off work. Uh, so we actually spent the whole week uh, with um, my wife's family uh, down in, uh, it's just south of Charleston in Folly Beach, uh, which is oh, an nice. island on the coast there. So it was wonderful. The weather uh, was was pretty good, actually held up. We had you know, mid sixties, uh, able to walk on the beach quite a bit. Wow. Uh, so it was good. It was a good time. Yeah. It was a, it was a nice little getaway. Very nice. Oh, that sounds incredible. How I about you? Beach is gorgeous. Uh, yeah. So we actually were it kind of brings probably the subject matter of today had a bit of an international HOA nightmare. Uh, we were actually in Madrid and I feel like I'm becoming this absolute. Should, should we do this episode in Spanish? <laughs> I wish we could. <laughs> that would be a, a really, really short episode. Yeah. Um, Donde está? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me llamo Patricio. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do feel like I'm going to become this insufferable monster, um, you know, in, in over the course of my life and sharing this with people. Folks have asked me, I'm like, oh, you know, you simply must be in Madrid in autumn. You know, it's you simply must be. Are you um, going to start pronouncing... Uh, uh, Barcelona with, uh, with the, the, the <laughs> yeah. TH sound? In the traditional Catalan dialect? Yeah, perhaps. Yes. Um, yeah. I certainly will be spelling center with an R-E as well as theater with an R-E. Just really kind of amping up that, that class factor. But um, no, actually, I, I, won a, I won a raffle, um, which is what brought us there. So before you all get any ideas, um, you know, it, it, it was certainly something that we felt very grateful to do. Uh, my uncle has an apartment there, which is also really nice. So it all kind of lined up, but it was also really interesting, kind of brought me to the topic of the day. Um, just being able to watch and, and be in these different neighborhoods and see some of these cultural differences. And one of the first things that really kind of brought to mind is we get, we arrived to this residential building. We have two checked bags. We we're going to be there for like more than a week and knew we wanted to, to bring some stuff back. And we brought some things. Um, so we had our, our, our checked luggage between the Jose and I, which we are generally average of average height, stature, all those things, um, could barely fit into the elevator. Like in a single file with our luggage, we barely fit into this thing. And it just kind of got me thinking, you know, about the differences because stuff is so old there. Whereas here we have all these code regulations and things of, you know, ADA compliance, and you want to always try to make your spaces as accessible for people. And there it's impossible. And it just was really, really wild. Like seeing some of these things, like little steps up, um, you know, there was no, even though the elevator was that size, there was no, uh, what are those chair lifts that go alongside the wall? I forgot. I think there's a, a branded name. Yeah, the, them, but the, the, the lifts that take yeah. people up to, up to their second no. floor nary a one in sight so it's yeah. like it just was well, and nothing is uniform i mean everything yeah. is, is different sizes different lengths different custom you know mm -hmm. it's all sort of custom and you know you, you you're sort of fitting into that that old world i mean hundreds yeah. of years ago in a lot of cases these old buildings were put together and now you're slapping some you know you're, you're throwing a marriott inside or, or whatever it is <laughs> right um, yeah I mean, I, we have had similar situations where, you know, you realize, you know, this is not the same. I think every, you know, and, and people in Europe say this, that, oh, everything is larger in America. Right. Well, it definitely is. True. Uh, you, you remind me of when we were in Spain, uh, 
not on a raffle. Uh, we we <laughs> oh, you paid real dollars like an we, idiot, Steve. Yeah, you, paid you know. Sorry, I'm not a poor, you know, I didn't have to win my way <laughs> to Spain. No, my, my wife and I were there for, uh, we were there for a wedding uh, of a very close friend of hers from, from college. And we decided to travel around because, you know, we, uh, we didn't know when we were going to get back. So we, we were traveling around and we booked a rental car and uh, took it to uh, Rioja, which is like oh, a, nice. a, a wine region of Spain. Yeah. And I thought nothing of it when we get this car. The car we ordered wasn't available, which was like a tiny, regular size, you know, car. And they were just like, here, have this small SUV. And I thought nothing of it. It was like probably like a Nissan Rogue size SUV, (laughs) which in America, you know, I would be flattened in a moment by, you know, a a Hummer or, you know, F-350 or something. Exactly. So, you know, I thought nothing of it. You know, very, very normal size car for somebody. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, we uh, did not anticipate that the parking for our hotel is oh. underground. Oh. And the entrance and the ramp down the parking lot, which was a very aggressive curve, was not built for the small SUV. Oh. It was built for, you know, the 1900s bicycle. Right. <laughs> uh, so we scraped the hell out of that thing oh. going down the side of the ramp. Oh. Um, and uh, we decided to deal with that. Uh, later but yeah you know we, we recognize at that point oh no like this right. is different like we're really stuck you know we're halfway down this ramp we've scraped the car we have to oh. keep going and it you know but that's an know, international de- nightmare it was an international yeah. nightmare luckily uh my wife uh was able to cover a number of scratches with black mascara and they never uh, so uh you know if if you are a rental car company somewhere around madrid uh between the airport and the downtown oopsie yeah yeah. hopefully hopefully the statute of limitations is up yeah it just it, it was wild i think it's always such a good reminder because i think especially you know our narratives is you know, very much America first. And I think that, you know, a lot of Americans fall into the trap of believing that like we're the only country that matters. And, you know, so I think when you have the, if you do have the opportunity to be able to travel internationally, which I think we probably both agree is, is always something that's a treat. And I think we both. Oh, have it, really it, an amazing, an amazing treat, but also very eye opening. Yeah. Oh, because for sure. I think you realize how, how small your world and your perspective is. Um, and, you know, it's, it's wonderful to, to sort of interact with, with people who are different from you and look at things different from you, um, look at you and, you know, make you feel like, wow, you know, I can't speak their native language, uh, even remotely appropriately. Right. Uh, you know, it, it makes you feel a little bit smaller uh, and recognize oh, yeah. sort of your, your place in the world. I think the worst feeling is like when someone looks at you and just goes, English. <laughs> yeah. Like, when they go, when they go, please. Yeah. When they say please stop speaking, I also speak English. Please right. don't, don't, please don't butcher my native language. I know it's that's always like a humbling thing because they can just flip. I think I've noticed it yeah. in France more so, where they're like they can speak so many languages and they'll just look at you yeah. and be like English, French, German, you know, Italian, and I'm like, you know, country. Like, you know, it's like it, it is such a. It, I do often am humbled, you know, in multiple ways, but especially when trying to communicate. Um, but it also, too, the other thing that I think is interesting, just even the ways of life are different. I think here we've also gotten really accustomed to 
Um, you know, another ep- something that I noticed, which was interesting, and I would think would be an interesting topic for HOA boards, is the notion of laundry. And so, in our building, we have shared laundry. You know, it's all card operated. We have multiple unit, multiple machines per floor. I don't think I realized that you didn't have uh, in unit. Yeah, we and you know, initially when I was looking, that was a deal breaker for me. I thought if I'm going to buy a place, having it in the unit is absolutely a deal breaker. And then it was interesting as you start to look. I mean, I looked for almost a year, and hmm. then you start to really identify well what is actually important to you. And for me, this place, the view trumped laundry and even just as an investment. And so it's since it's all on the floor, it can be annoying sometimes when you have to wait or if, you know, someone is really loggly gagging and leaving their hoodies um, in the, in the dryer. And you kind of do that old thing of, do I pull it out? Do I not? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like anytime I've ever done that, the person immediately walks in to the laundry room and you're, as you're like holding up their, you know, dingy Hanes. It's always like really uncomfortable. Like, hey, neighbor, um, <laughs> this year's. You know, <laughs> you kind of have to yeah. make light of it. Oh, it's, it's you know, they got they got two for one special on uh, on <laughs> you know on on boxer briefs right. at, at Macy's. Why don't you head over there? Right. <laughs> it's true. It's always a bit of a challenge, and I would say it's probably one of the the few detractors that I knew going into yeah. it. But thankfully, I'm very fortunate that my spouse does all of our laundry, so. I generally don't have to deal with it, um, of which I'm even more grateful. But um, but yeah, what we notice in this building in Spain, there's a lot. So everything, the washer dryer is like the combo. So it's it's the same thing. So the units are very small. They probably no bigger yeah. than like a mini fridge, um, which I think is also just like a hilarious American thing that like I'm describing their normal washer and dryer as like us are just like a mini fridge you'd have under your desk or like in your you know in in your man cave or wherever um but so i think as for that reason a lot of people in this building the way that it's oriented there are like two cores so like the the middle and, and the way this is uh facing when you're sitting in the kitchen you're looking out a window, but it's still like the building is a square. So you're kind of looking into another unit, but there's a lot of natural light, which is awesome. Like a courtyard. So, exactly. It, it's exactly a courtyard. And then there's opposing. So on the other side is the like, like the owner's suite. So there's another window. So what most people have done is installed like really heavy duty clotheslines. And, hmm. you know, when we get there, we wake up one morning and the neighbor above is just drying all of her huggies and like a fitted sheet. And you're kind of like, it just kind of got me thinking too of, you know, just interesting that, I don't know, like that's so normal to them. Whereas I feel like in a lot of these communities and HOAs, it's like you have to, like for us, I don't know how it was in your building, but like we can't have anything hanging over our balconies. So even if you were going to like dry a sheet or dry something, they were really strict about that. And and there were there could be fines, and so it just was like funny to me that, you know, here it's so restricted on what you can and can't do in your like outside space, whereas there it's very normal for this woman. And like I happened, I was at the kitchen, and she was coming in and reeling things in, and you and saw me, and so I'm kind of in the window and just looking upward as she's like grabbing her underwear and kind of just awkwardly waved, you know, as like. A, Hey neighbor, <laughs> it just like I, f- I feel like maybe it's because I'm an awkward person just as at resting, but I just felt so awkward 
in that whole interaction, even though to her, like, it was really, really normal. Because, I don't know, I guess I feel like your undergarments, maybe I'm a prude, but, you know, I feel like your undergarments should be private time. And, you know, probably not, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, I that's interesting. Maybe, maybe, situationally. Um, I don't know, that is that is an interesting, you know, sort of cross-section of, of different different lifestyles. And I think what's, you know, what, what's interesting is so much of, uh, I think, America can be viewed as, uh, you know, rule-based and litigious right. and, sure. and all of that. But... Uh, I, I, I think that's in some ways so different where you, you look at the Eurozone, all of those countries have such incredibly strict regulations on right. products that must yes. be sold. But people's everyday lives are not necessarily uh, policed, but in certain areas uh, right. and in other areas, they are policed very heavily. Sure. I don't know. I guess it's just a different, a different, uh, a different circumstance. Uh I guess that too, I, in my head, I was also thinking, I know of at least two people, two of my neighbors in this building, that if anyone had their underwear outside drying and they saw it, like if they were at the pool, because our, so the west facing on our building, the pool is there. So like if you look up from the pool, you can see all of the west facing buildings, like the, all the west facing units. So it was this thing where in my head I was like, yeah, I, I know of two people that if they had seen that, they would be like, this is vulgar, you're yeah. disgusting, and get your underwear off your balcony. Or, you know, like, I guess in my head I was I, I was thinking that, but then watching this lady just go about her day, it, it was just such an interesting difference that I feel like you're not really confronted with until you are. And I just thought, oh, what this would be, you know, an, an email... I mean, I think in our previous season, I had described there were these girls that were sunbathing topless that yes. were also from Europe. And the email to the management company was, this isn't Europe. And you know, that there was there was a lot of people that got really deeply offended by these. People don't have freedom here. This isn't Europe. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. It was crazy. I think that that's maybe that gets to the heart of what this is, is that everybody... I mean, here, I think it's assumed that in a public space, everybody is should be afforded comfort sure. of their own, you know, their, their own comforts. Uh, whereas I don't think the same is true of Europe. Like you, right? you know, I don't think people complain about what people do, you know, are getting on with their own life. You know, whether they're hanging their underwear on their balcony right. or they're, you know, they're bathing topless. If you don't want to look at something. It's your responsibility to simply not look at it. For it's sure. not somebody else's responsibility to remove that from your view, uh, which sure. is definitely something that is, I think, become pretty prevalent in the U.S. Uh, you know, if you want to say something or if you don't want to say something, you know, have somebody say something or if you don't want somebody to show you something that you don't want to see, uh, it has somehow become your your right to uh, make other people not show it to you. Right. right. With it, obviously, true. within reason. Obviously, within yeah. reason. You know, there I know are certain nightmares is really transitioning into a lot of the macro and socioeconomics of the brain yeah, let's, American culture. Let's get let's get into a little little legal theory, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, constitutional crisis. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's all I can I, I can't say any, with any specificity about anything else. But yeah, it's interesting that there's there's definitely those differences. 
Well, and, and what I, th- I found interesting too is, you know, being in this residential building in Madrid, th- there was, you know, they still have a, they do have a board, like they have, you know, a governing body. I mean, and I forgot how many units there's not, I mean, there's maybe 30 or so. It's a relatively small building, but, um, you know, so there is a group that, that kind of governs. And I just found, cause I was asking my uncle some of these questions and, and it was, and, and I mean, of course his mindset after, as a former board member in, in two buildings in Miami is he's like, well, I, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> I would never do it again. He says that, but he also said that last time. But, um, but yeah, it just, I, I found it really interesting that I'd be really curious to know like, what are their pressing issues, you know, and, and that I know, especially living in Florida, we deal with things like seawalls and stuff that you didn't have to deal with up, you know, farther North. Yeah. So it was kind of this interesting thing where you're kind of watching people go about their day. And there was a sign that was written that had basically said, make sure the door is closed behind you because there have been some break-ins recently into buildings and don't let anyone in that you don't know. And, um, you know, which I, which I found is very commonplace even here. It's like, I think that's yeah. a general rule of thumb. If you don't know somebody, you know, don't just willingly let them into your building. But um, I think there's a whole episode of Seinfeld over there <laughs> where there's yeah. something similar. So that for me felt pretty universal. So I just think it was interesting kind of taking that HOA lens and looking at it through a, a really different culture and cultural setup, you know, and just how people live. And it, it was really, really interesting. And I, again, I felt grateful to having done it, but um, you know, I'm not going to be tempting fate anytime soon by hanging out in my, my bikini bottoms on the balcony, you know, I think this could be your opportunity to really try to bring that kind of European culture to, to Miami. And, and maybe I mean, broaden some maybe broaden some horizons. <laughs> Got some, you know, Calvin Klein mid thigh boxer briefs just lined up on the balcony. You know, yeah, can't, can't in go two wrong. Colors black and gray. That's what you're getting. But it was, I mean, it, at the same time, that made more sense, right? Because she's not using any energy by wasting time on a dryer. The yeah. dryer mostly just spins. It doesn't really add a lot of heat. Everything is, you know, really. There's so much more, I think, emphasis on conservation and. You know all those other things that I I often felt when we. I mean, now, I wonder if that's a piece of it. Is that maybe uh, energy costs are certainly in Europe right now very very high, and yeah. I think always have been higher than here. People may simply just they're 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 not going to bother with that. Oh, for sure. Um, spending that money or doing those things, uh, you know, and also they live in smaller places. Uh, True. You know, I, I think it's always been stark to me how much how much smaller everything is. The rooms. The, oh, yeah. you know, everything else. And it's just the, the normal course of life. Yeah. I mean, n- no walk-in showers over there, like in a way where you've got dual. Yeah. You know, even in some hotels that we've stayed at, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, the shower is in, what a dream. You know, there's, there's a shower head everywhere. <laughs> You're just constantly <laughs> blasted by a fire hose of water. Like, how cool is that? And yeah, they're not, not so much at all. I mean, it, it was. I, I think that it, it was interesting just in looking at even the appliances, like everything there is just much smaller. But I also felt like, you know, it was interesting. And, and we don't have this here where we live in such a, a car oriented culture that we have to drive everywhere. Yeah. Whereas, you know, thankfully we were in a city center with several markets nearby. And it's like, yeah, you probably could go to the market every couple of days to pick up a few things that you were going to make for dinner because you can just walk there within minutes and carry what you need. You know, it was like that. I will say I really enjoyed as Mm -hmm. just like a lifestyle because here, you know, we've even seen people that (laughs) there's this one poor guy trying to unload a bunch of groceries. And one of the the residents who 
is just known for like causing trouble. She's like, you can't block this lane. Like, what if there was a fire? And you know, I'm going to be emailing the manager. And it just was like, she's such a, you know, an, an older Karen. But it just was funny that I witnessed it from the mail. So I didn't have to intervene. But there it's like, yeah, you're not reliant on your build, you know, someone pulling up to unload a week's worth of groceries because they've driven to a grocery store. You know, like it just, it, it, the whole cadence of life is different. And, you know, who's to say what's better? But I will say that it was really nice just being able to walk out our door and, you know, go to things. And the public yeah. transit was great too. So, um, I mean, that's another plus for Europe that I feel like sometimes we struggle with in this country. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a completely different, completely different style of life. Where do you think, I mean... Other than maybe say like, I don't know, Iran, but like where, where would you say? Like, That's is, okay. I'm not sure where this yeah. question's going now that we no, started no, at guess, that point. My, yeah, I guess I'm trying to think of even how to phrase it. Cause you know, to me, I think as, since our perspectives are different, having been on these boards and seen, you know, issues that communities face, um, I mean, where do you think is like the, the hardest place to probably get things done? I mean, I guess in terms of. Because I would imagine, I guess maybe most of Europe is the same. I'd probably answer my own question just because I think there are so many historical sites and I would imagine that, you know, it's harder to probably get permits for certain things to do certain projects and do certain things. But, you know, looking around, I, don't, I didn't see a, a handicap accessible ramp anywhere. So like, even into some of these shops and things that, you know, if you're trying to get something done or try to bring something, you know, more modern, it's almost like you'd have to knock something down and just start from scratch. I would assume. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on when you say like getting something done. If you're talking about like a new modern construction project, um, I feel like it's probably would be easier here. I mean, I can say, you know, where where I live in North Carolina, you know, there's very little that's very old, and in some ways that's a negative because sure. the cult, some of the culture has been lost. Um, you know, when I've traveled to places like Detroit. Uh, Detroit has its own problems, but sure. you know, there's all these beautiful, you know, art deco stone facade buildings that just look amazing and yeah. they're being retrofitted and updated into new, new life. And that's really nice. Um, that has not happened here, uh, in, uh, in Charlotte and, you know, everything is new. It's brand new. It's, it, you know, it has that kind of cookie cutter feel right. in some cases they you know, could go for I could go for a little bit more of the, you know, the old sort of traditional type of architecture, which could be, sure. which could be useful. But the benefits are that everything is brand new, you know, electricity lines are buried underground in the city right. center. You know, when we lived there, we never lost electricity. Wow. You know, every, everything is very accessible and easy, mm -hmm. well, air conditioned, well heated. Right. Uh, you know, those are huge benefits to having new things. Uh, whereas I was in, when I was in Detroit, I was in a beautiful old Art Deco building that was 120 years old, mm. and uh, it, I might as well have been sleeping outside. The windows were so drafty, oh, so yeah. <laughs> right. there was a balancing act. Sure. You know, I was in a I was in a beautiful building, but I needed like three extra blankets. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. And and it was much the same there. I mean, there was like radiator heat, and I mean, granted, the weather yeah. was pretty mild there, which was nice. We didn't have like big swings either way, but. You know, I will say, I mean, Miami and the real sluggish thyroid has just like ruined my tolerance for cold. And yeah. so, I mean, it, it was, it, it, it is, it was really interesting. And I, I just kind of found that just looking around and observing, it was such a good reminder that, you know, there are really interesting differences between these countries and that just the, the way they function and govern. I mean, 
and I don't know, I mean, maybe as we talked about in our, our previous episode, maybe there are buildings, uh, you know, in Madrid of people who are pilfering millions from HOA funds in these communities. I mean, I'm sure it happens everywhere, but, and I guess maybe there is, there's that, that sheen when you're a, a, a traveler just visiting for a week, you know, that, that I'm sure people see when they come to both of our cities, you know, I think Absolutely. That, you know, there's, you, know, it, like, you don't know what actually is going on when you're, unless you're living there. Yeah, and there's always problems that you're just not seeing or not not uh, don't become a problem for you because it's new. It's it's a minor inconvenience, but when it happens right. day in and day out, it's different. Yeah, um, yeah. I think uh, it, this sounds like the makings of a you know a, a, a Miami City Council ca- oh, campaign of bringing European <laughs> sensibilities to the city of Miami. I look, I, I you know. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, it was interesting. I, I mean, as an aside, before we part ways, this, this was a, a funny, you know, just instance that you know you see people when you have been on the board once. I, I walked in the other day into the building, and two residents were kind of in a somewhat heated discussion, and I just was going to check the mail. And this this woman who, she's also a, a known, not troublemaker, but she she ha- she's very assertive. And sometimes even when she's trying to just gather information, it comes off very aggressive and hostile, but like, that's just her nature. And so um, I walk into some conflict, like for sure. And then I'm over checking the mail and then she charges like down the hallway and she's like, are you still on the board? And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Because I could tell she was hot about something. And it was like one of those things where it's just like, Gosh, when you're in any of those positions of visibility, you're just there's just a target on your back, like at all times. And I'm like, look, lady, I'm just trying to get the mail here, you know. Yeah. So we got a couple of Christmas cards, and you know, you know, maybe a a, de- a coupon for the dentist I've been putting off, you know, seeing. Well, that's, that's the, yeah. You, you don't want to be a part of those things. <laughs> no, absolutely brutal. But again, it was it was such a treat to be able to compare contrast some of the HOA nightmares that we deal with in the United States versus what some things that might, you know, be, be, uh, you know, happening to our, our, our friends in Spain, but, you know, looking ahead, we're getting into the holiday season. Steven, you guys have any other, you know, big plans for the holidays? Uh, so we'll be traveling North to, to visit, you know, each set of, of grandparents. Um, uh, nice. so we'll be, we'll be heading to Vermont and heading to Massachusetts, uh, to, to do that. So, you know the the first hurdle of the journey is that uh, that sixteen hours of, of drive time that we're going to take our eighteen month old infant on. Um, he uh, he doesn't even know that that's about to happen to him. Oh boy! Uh, so we'll see what we'll see how that goes. Uh, it's every, every every year we roll the dice on whether whether he's going to tolerate this drive. That, that's a fair that's a fair point. Um, I mean that 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 is challenging. So. Advance notice for our listeners: if if we if we go dark for you know a week or so or a little delayed, please bear with us. Um, I think as we've mentioned before, we are executive producer, audio engineers, uh, lead story design, set design, costume, and hair and makeup. That's all just between Stephen and I. So we will always do our best. We certainly want to you know keep bringing you the the, the news of the day, and we also do want to hear from you. Um, you know, if you're in a, a new community, if you have a, a nightmare of your own that you're dealing with, please find us on Gmail, HOA Nightmares One at gmail.com. And um, you can also find us on Instagram, HOA Nightmares. So, you know, we look forward to continuing to engage with you guys there and, and helping wherever we can. Um, I think we'll hopefully get a few more episodes. And actually, Stephen, we might be able to record in person. Um, we will. I, I, 
I, I buried the lead a little bit, but you know, my, uh, seeing my family, seeing my parents and they know this, uh, is a distant second to seeing you, uh, come new year's day. Yeah. So that is probably the thing that I'm excited about most. I'm also very excited. Um, we're going to be in Charlotte and to, to bring in the new year in style. Um, and I think we'll certainly be able to get a, get an episode under our belts and really kick off the new year strong being together, which is going to be an actual first for this podcast. We've never been able to record together. Yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be big doing it in the, in, in the same room, actually being able to see below your shoulders, uh, <laughs> while we, while we talk, uh, it's going to be groundbreaking. I'll put pants on for that one because right now it's just the same. I won't. That will be. Uh, <laughs> I won't. No. So I just I need you to know that ahead of time. I won't. So fair enough. Fair enough. It'll certainly make for some good content for Instagram. That's <laughs> exactly. 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 Yeah, but that that is going to be very exciting to uh, to do a, a, a live a live show. Uh, see if we can. I'm, gonna, I'm still seeing if uh, if I can book that. You know that that 300 person theater for for sort of a live show <laughs> that we're we're doing. Um, Looking forward yeah. to it. I mean, what a, what a better place to kick off a, a live tour than uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the acoustics the acoustics will be great since it'll oh. be empty. Song and dance. I think maybe put some of the the script uh, from my one community where the uh, sheriff's office was called. We'll you know put that to music. Maybe maybe we should score Let's do that. It. I, you know those you could, minutes to score it. I, I'd lo- I'd love to see uh, you know a bit from your one man show. A lot of trauma to unpack in that show, but uh, m- most of which is dealt with uh, with this with the board. So it, you know th- there is a common thread here that you know I think I'd be very eager to to explore and unpack in front of hundreds of strangers. But listeners, you will probably hear from us again in uh, you know maybe possibly one more episode in 2022. But otherwise, it, 2023 is going to be a much bigger year for everybody. Oh yeah, coming in real hot. But in the meantime, we are so grateful for you to continue listening, and we will be seeing you very soon.